Welcome to Dignified Conversations, a podcast offering information, education and encouragement for anyone involved in the process of caring for loved ones. Whether you're caring for an individual with a disability, or if you care for someone who is recovering from an accident or injury, or if you care for an older person, Dignified Conversations discusses topics with honesty and dignity. Hi everyone and welcome to today's conversation. If you have got a loved one, be it a spouse, children, parents, grandparents, family or friends who are close to you, which I think covers all of us, then you are going to want to listen in to today's conversation. You know, if the unexpected were to happen today, it could be, you know, an emergency or circumstances change out of nowhere, would you know what your loved one's wishes were? Would you have questions that you hadn't asked that you wanted to? These are things that I think we we probably don't always consider, but today we're going to really say, hey, hold on a moment. It doesn't have to be a, a negative thing, a scary thing. We want to make sure that we have the opportunity to have those conversations while we can, while we're well, and while it's a positive experience. And so today um, we're going to dive right into a conversation about the importance of good conversation. We're going to look at what kind of conversations we all should consider having. And we're going to talk about the non-threatening and creative ways in which we can open up invaluable conversations with those that matter most to us. So today I'm joined by Jolene Hill. Now, Jolene has a background as a funeral director and was also a full-time carer for her husband when he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And Jolene is the founder of Your Life Talks, which I can't wait to discuss today. Uh, Her mission is to encourage families to have conversations about life and what matters most to them and having those conversations about our end-of-life wishes. Now, Jolene, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Tamara. I've been looking forward to this. (laughs) It's going to be great. And it's really important, you know, obviously, um, God willing, I am not near the end of my life, but having learned a bit about what your your mission is has really impacted myself and my family, which I hope to um, share a bit about later. But what kind of conversations um, are not being had, do you think? There's two conversations that that. I've focused on, um, and as you mentioned, my professional background is as a funeral director, and in my personal life, my husband uh, passed away from cancer. So um, my motivation for encouraging people to have these conversations that not enough people are having are twofold. Uh, one is that um, when my husband was was ill, we my, I have five adult sons and their partners, and we'd, we'd sit and talk and um, he would start talking often about his earlier life. And to my amazement, I found out that even though we'd been together for nearly 40 years, there was so much I didn't know about his earlier life. And I started thinking about how often that must happen in families. Uh, you know, we think we know a lot about our, our parents or our grandparents, but 
um, as a funeral director, I know I'd often ask questions of families, simple things like, what was your dad's first job? And I'd get three adult children all giving me a different answer. Right. So I, I wanted to encourage those stories about talking about our life story. And I also wanted to encourage that conversation about after reflect, reflecting on our life, talking about what we want in our future, mm. which is a conversation that doesn't take place often enough. Very true. And I suppose, you know, we, we're so busy living our lives. We're so busy with careers. We're so busy being distracted by social media that the art of conversation, good conversation, includes the important, the, these important topics that have such a, a big impact down the track. They do have a big impact and, and, and they don't come up in general conversation. You know, general conversation with the family around the table or family dinners or events is, is more about the weather or current affairs or what we like on TV or sport, we don't normally start talking about our life story or, or that other conversation about what we want in our future. Should we become ill, have an accident or as we're ageing? Yeah, and we need to be intentional about it is really the, the point, isn't it? Ab- absolutely, yes. Why do you think we avoid having these conversations? <laughs> I think there's many reasons that with with talking about our our life story uh, people often say to me it's just too difficult Uh, I don't have a good I don't have a good memory I don't think I can remember a lot of things or they say I'm not very interesting I don't think anybody would be very interested if I if I wrote something down about my life story and I can tell Mm -hmm. you all of that is is not right without fail families are interested in, in their loved one's life stories. Yes. And as far as not remembering, um, I know from working with people, helping them start to write their life stories, it's about the stories. It's not about the time frame. It's not about remembering when you had this job or when you met this person. It's, it's telling the stories because once you start telling stories, you, you do start to remember. And once they start those it comes back to people. Yes. The other conversation that people avoid, there's a lot of reasons people avoid that reluctance of talking about what they want in their future. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it can just be a reluctance to to talk about the final chapter of their life. They find that confronting. Yes. Um, it might be they don't want to upset family. They feel yes. that if they have that conversation, they might upset members of the family. Um, it could be that they don't want to discuss finances with the family because there might be some dysfunction <laughs> there and they don't want to start any arguments. Um, so that there's a number of reasons why people don't have that conversation. But um, all of those reasons that they think about that are going to be magnified a thousand times if those conversations are not had yes. ahead of time. Now, while you have the choice, you can manage those conversations and choices um, exactly. ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. And while you're, you need to have that conversation while you're, while you're well, while you can make clear-minded decisions. Absolutely. So how do we go about opening conversations that may not, we may not typically have? Look, a great way to start uh, with the encouraging somebody to talk about their life story is the number one way is photos. 
Um, I don't think there's anybody on this planet who does not like looking back at photos. I mean, we all love it. Yes. And I often encourage families to get out those boxes of photos or mementos or souvenirs. Everybody likes to chat and join in. And that's when the story, it's just natural. The stories start to flow once you start looking through memorabilia. Yes. And that's a great way to get those stories started. Yes, that's really a very natural way, very natural and very positive. And it's a, it's a, if I can use the word fun, it's a fun way to get the conversation and the, the stories going. Talking about our life story uh, is a lot of people will start talking about what has been important to them in their life and what their values have been. Mm. And that's a natural segue into what's important to us in our future. For sure. So those two conversations do go together really well. Yes. If people aren't wanting to jump straight into the, you know, mum or dad, I'd like to talk about what you want in your future, start talking about their life story because that's that's of value all on its own, but it's a natural segue into their future conversations. Absolutely. Well. Now, yeah. I, for one, have purchased... Mm -hmm. The Your Life Talks cards and Your Life Wishes, there are these different sets of cards. And I also have the app, which is now a new addition to, um, to what you offer. And it's amazing because you've got it with you at any time. Um, so from, from, if you don't mind, I'm just going to share my experience here because sure. I, I think coming from a, a different stage in life than a lot of people might assume this is for, um, one thing I was able to do is bring these cards around the dinner table with our six children and the conversation that came about, just even one guiding question, um, was incredible what came out of that conversation, a lot of laughter. Um, and another night was actually my husband and I were out to dinner and I brought up the conversation, well, what do you think I would want if, you know, and I, I gave a circumstance where I wouldn't be able to speak on on my behalf and he would make the choice and he said I know what you would want he told me I said yeah no way. no 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 wrong 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 it was about whether I'd want to be in pain and still be alert and I'm like no knock me out I want no pain whatsoever I will have said what I need to say so it was really interesting we got a little teary but we also found that as we as we had this really raw conversation about something that was not necessarily comfortable we got to know each other and we've been married 22 Absolutely. And yeah. we got to know. So even the process of having the conversation was beneficial for us. And yes. having the conversation doesn't mean anything's about to happen. It was really <laughs> a positive experience for us. So, um, yes, these cards as well as the apps are incredible tools for opening that conversation. Um, I know that I've read an article you wrote recently, um, Jolene, and you were talking about some, some of the other creative ways, I guess, that people can open up conversation, as you've mentioned, the photos. But making a video or writing a letter, how, how would that work? Absolutely. If, if people find it difficult to actually get the words out and, and, you know, there's a number of words you can, we're talking here particularly about the conversation with planning for the future. Correct, yeah. Um, writing a letter is a good way for a lot of people. They find it easier to put their thoughts down in a letter um, and perhaps give that to the person that you're wanting to have this conversation with and say, you know, I've just been thinking you're really healthy at the moment, but I'd really like to know your thoughts on some issues 
that might or might not arise in the future. So it's all about words. It's all about softening those words for the conversation. Like you said, some people feel they have a, a almost a black cat mentality that if they talk about um, death and dying, that something terrible is going to happen. <laughs> um, it's it's when I give talks, I say, you know, if we talk about sex, we don't necessarily fall pregnant. And if we talk about death and dying, it's not going to kill us. Yeah. Um, so um, it's all about softening it. And some people do find it, it easier if they write it down and say, I have some points, you know, issues that, not issues, but subjects that I'd like to know your thoughts on because I'm, I'm not really sure what you think about these things that might happen in the future. Yes. Um, some people like to video. That's, that's you know, uh, a little bit more high-tech, but some people like now we have our smartphones. It's so easy to turn them on and, and you know, video the conversation so that you have that on there. Or just audio. Just audio. As you mentioned, our new app is uh, people can talk and it turns it into text on their phone and they can okay. save that on their phone. Some people, you know, they have they have parents particularly dads you know dads they like to have dad jokes and they they like to keep things light and this this is going to be a heavy conversation so look there's nothing wrong with making a you know I've had some families who've had family dinners and they've they've called it their doomsday dinner because they're going to talk about you know this is going to be a fun conversation but we've got to have, to have some serious things in it as well yeah and in actual fact i'm now working with a group in australia um, we loosely call ourselves the end of life alliance and we're all about getting this conversation happening out there in the community and we're in the process of looking at developing uh games board games to encourage people to great. be more relaxed around this conversation so that's great and i love the idea of even just having a dinner party with friends and and looking at things from a different perspective and saying, what would you do? How have you thought about this? It's the one thing none of us can avoid. We will all come to the end of this life. And I certainly know, you know, being a mother of, of a large family, if something were to happen, well, I can't change that, but I can change what their experience would be the other Absolutely. side of that. Absolutely. And, and that is the point. Um, you know, people um, love to say to me, oh, well, I won't be around. I don't really care what they do, but that's, to my way of thinking, is a very selfish point of view yeah. um, because these people, they do care because they've, had, they've got a loving family and, and what they don't want is at the end of their life there to be um, stress or, or arguments about health, uh, health uh, interference or lack of, you know, health, um, sorry, a medical, sorry, medical intervention or no medical intervention. Right. Uh, that needs to be talked about ahead of time. And it, it is a little bit confronting, but there's lots of tools to help people have these conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think also when you've mentioned, um, you know, things like the dinner or down the track having these board games, uh, starting with things like your photographs or putting together the memory box of photos and treasured items, getting those life stories um, started, it really is going to soften the reluctance people have about talking about this. And so I suppose, I don't know, maybe maybe we've covered it, but would there be any other thoughts you have on what if a loved one is really reluctant um, 
what what do you do if it's just they're not going there? They're, they're just not going to go there. What can you do? Is there anything uh, you can do? Uh, look, really, if it, if it comes to the end of the line and they absolutely do not want to discuss this, there must be underlying reasons why, you know. So often it's, it's to do with... Uh, um, they don't. They don't want the family to become uh, combatants in the battle. Uh, you know when they've passed away. So they they feel that maybe if they don't discuss it out in the open with them, they're not going to have to witness the family arguing over this. They prefer to keep their finances, their estate planning private. Right. In that case, the best that can be offered is they go along to a solicitor and estate planner with their nominated. Um, spokespeople uh, that they've nominated in their power of attorney and do it as a as a legal process rather than as a family discussion initially they just go to the end end result and go and visit the solicitor and estate planner and I mean you know the, the bottom line is you want people to have their affairs put in order yes um, the ultimate is they've talked about it with their family beforehand and the family know everything that's going to happen. There's no surprises. But if that's not possible, um, if there's family dysfunction, encourage them to go along and get this put in place. So yeah. And I suppose by normalising these conversations, even for those of us who are a younger generation may very well be able to open up with our families well, here's some of the things we've been talking about. How about you? The fact that a younger generation are discussing it will make it a little less confronting, yes. perhaps, in some circumstances. So um, in what other ways do you find your cards or the apps are helpful? Because it's not just for families that you've, you've had success with these. No, we've had uh, – it's been quite interesting, actually, the – the Your Life Story cards, where we encourage people to talk about their life story, they're, they're used very much in uh, in the aged care setting by uh, volunteers that come along uh, to buddy up in aged care. They're a great conversation starter so that the resident gets to know the, the volunteer and the volunteer gets to know the resident. They're used in the home care setting as well. Yes. Uh, they're also... Um, been used in places we didn't think of initially. Um, they've been used by corporations that have business meetings. They find them interesting for their staff as an icebreaker hmm. to, to have one or two cards and people talk, hand them around and talk about themselves, right tell them a story of, about themselves so they get to know each other better. Uh, we've also had them used as uh, by relationship counsellors, uh, social workers, uh, we, we've had them used um, overseas heavily in prisons um, as well. Um, the counsellors and uh, pastoral people within prisons particularly like the Your Life Story cards to uh, get people talking about themselves. So yeah. the, cards are, the cards are hands-on, they're tactile, they're, they're a bit like a talking stick. Yes. You know, people that are reluctant to talk about themselves, they, they, they're given a card in their hand with a question about their life and suddenly they've got permission to start talking that's true about themselves so yeah that's really powerful very powerful so what have been the greatest benefits do you feel to those who you've spoken to 
by having these conversations? What's what's the feedback in general? Uh, the feedback with the with the uh, the your life story cards is there's so many benefits for people talking about their life story and. Monash University have completed a study on this. Um, uh, they actually had a study group and they, they came up with all of the benefits they found, um, along with a lot of other uh, studies that were done. And, and some of the things were it increased people's sense of well-being and self-awareness. Uh, certainly with people that are feeling um, perhaps lonely, it eases their loneliness, yes. particularly if they're in an aged care yes. a home or they're at home on their own. Um, it gave them a sense of purpose. Um, you know, it was it gave them some inspiration when they started to reflect on all their achievements and what they've done. It, it inspired them um, to revisit their values. Um on a more serious note, it quite often helps people make peace with their past. And that's, that's quite a, you know, to uh, find forgiveness with past issues. And that can be a huge health benefit if that's something they've been holding inside of them for a long time to eventually be able to talk about. So there's a lot of health benefits. And of course, the big benefit is, is if people start to write down some of these stories, they're going to leave a legacy for their family. Mm. Um, and that's that's a you know a wonderful gift that they're going to leave for their family. They're, you, they're talking about um, your wishes for the future. Um, the big the, the phrase there I just use is peace of mind. It's peace of mind for the person who is uh, going to discuss with their family what they want in their future, and they're giving peace of mind to their family because they're leaving guidance for them as to what to do. Yeah. Um, should they have an accident or become ill or at the end of their life. So um, it's all about, I, I call it a gift. It's an absolute gift to give your family. Yeah. Um, have that conversation and, and they're 100% aware of all of your thoughts and feelings and wishes and how you put your affairs in order is an absolute gift. Yeah, so, so good. Yeah. So what I'm going to do today as we wrap up is we'll be putting all of the links that we need in our show notes. People will be able to find all of the details there so that you can follow along and find where to purchase the, the cards of Your Life That's Talks and, um, and also the app. I'll put all those details down there. So if, if someone comes to mind just as you, you're listening in today, that this conversation could even benefit. Be sure to share this post with them or um, share this podcast for those of you who are listening um, online. Um, Jolene, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're a busy lady and there's so much happening uh, and it's really exciting to be able to chat with you again and, and help to get this message out as best we can. Thank you, Tamara. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Fantastic. See you then. Thanks for joining us today. If you feel you have something to add to the conversation or to be featured on Dignified Conversations, please email tamara at dignifiedhomecare.com.au or head on over to Facebook where you'll find us at Dignified Home Care Australia to leave your comments or messages. See you next time.